The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm chapter 105, the Bible says, Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon His name. Make known His deeds among the people. Sing unto Him. Sing psalms unto Him. Talk ye of all His wondrous works. Glory ye in His holy name. Let the earth of them, let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and His strength. Seek ye, seek His face evermore. Remember His marvelous works that He hath done, His wonders and the judgments of His mouth. When we look at these first few verses, we're actually going to take a couple days in this chapter. What we're seeing is we're seeing David is writing a praise. He's writing a praise and a worship song to God, really. As if you remember back in the book of Chronicles, David goes back and he gets the Ark of the Covenant and he brings it back into Israel. And so as he's bringing it back and he's on the road back to bringing the Ark back to its home place, uh, he's, he's praising the Lord. And so what he does is he starts in these few verses and he talks about the need to praise God. Then he walks through some history. He walks through the infancy of the nation. He walks through God's um, remembrance of the covenant. He walks through the time in Egypt, then he walks through um, their current scenarios. So he, he walks through history and being reminded uh, of the nation, of all that God has done and blessed this nation, his chosen nation. So we'll look at that over the next couple of days. But what we want to look at today in these first five verses is something that he states, which I would agree is still necessary today. And he says, uh, like in verse, well, verse one, give thanks unto him, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people, sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of his wondrous works. You know, we live in a day where it, it doesn't take much to find somebody who loves to have other people watch them. You got younger children, and this is a wonderful part of this, this idea, the wonderful part where you have young children, they're like, uh, Dad, watch me, Mom, watch me, and we love that part. Uh, for some people, men are a little worse than this than women, but for some people, that never gets old. They're 44, hey, look at me, whatever. Um, social media makes that really easy. Hey, look at me. Uh, it can be that way. And there's part of us that just, uh, and it's not always arrogance or narcissism. A lot of times it's just wanting, you know, it's acceptance and uh, wanting you know, people to acknowledge we exist, you know, depending on the scenario. But it, we do. We love for us to be seen. Uh, we love to be recognized. Well, in this situation, God is using that same premise, but he's saying that we need to place our recognition in the right place. In our Christian journey, we, we should never look back and say, look what I've done. And I think that some aspects of religion cause that to be complicated in our lives. Let me explain what I mean. Many aspects, the term religion itself is a man-made institution that has a list of rules and regulations and traditions. And if I do those, then God well, has to accept me. And I don't see that anywhere in Scripture. God has said he's already completed it, the, the, the purchase of salvation on the cross. He says in Ephesians, he which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the days of Jesus Christ. He's the one doing the work in our life, not us trying to accomplish anything for him. He has said that faith that works is dead. We grow, but we grow in result of our faith, not to be bragged on or to impress anybody, especially not to impress God. But we look at things and we say, man, I've done this. And sometimes religion, what it does is when I have a list of things that I do to try and impress God, I end up feeling like I impress myself and people around. And, and so religion becomes this competition of the most spiritual. You know, I think the Bible it clearly teaches us throughout Scripture that our responsibility is just to humbly walk before God. We're not trying to impress anybody. We're not trying to out be out more spiritual than someone else, outwork anybody else. We're just to humbly come before God and give Him the gifts that 
uh, give, him avail, give him avail to the gifts that he's given us and let him use them to the best of our abilities. And whatever he wants, we'll do. That's really what it should be. And so what we should be doing is focus our attention on the, just like David said in these verses. So let's glance at these verses and see in our life a good heart that we can have in recognizing God. He says in verse 1, give thanks unto the Lord. And again, I love how he starts giving thanks unto the Lord. You know, in this situation, they're enjoying a great victory and they're enjoying their heritage, their religious heritage coming back to, to their home. But you know, I think in every aspect we can give thanks unto the Lord. And I think that if we're not careful and all we think is, well, I'll give thanks to the Lord and everything's going well. We miss out the premise that we just give thanks to the Lord for He is good. He is good. It's not that into this verse, it's other sections. But uh, we said this Sunday, we don't, God is not good because He does good things. God does good things because He's good. And whatever God does is good because God is good. So we give thanks unto the Lord for who he is and that he loves us and he desires to work in and through us. And then he says, second half of that verse, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. So we thank him, we call on his name in prayer and praise, and then we tell others about what's going on. You can really see three aspects of worship right there. We, we thank the Lord for his, great, his work. We call upon him and we spend time in prayer and worship, but then we tell others about him. We talk about his goodness. I mean, you can talk much about our worship and our service right there in those three aspects of that verse. And a heart that loves God, a heart that sees what God is doing, will be thankful will be in prayers, praise and worship, and will be telling. And that is, that is the premise of that and the three points, and it's so true. Verse 2, sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of his wondrous works. He says the same thing. We're going to sing, and we're going to sing praises to him. We're going we're gonna to talk to each other about the wondrous works. You know, we can talk a lot about our favorite sports team and how good they're doing that. We can talk about our retirement. We can talk about the things we do, and there's nothing wrong with any of that. But I think sometimes we get so built up on the things the world has to offer do we talk about God? Now, let me explain what I mean by that. I don't mean let's be super spiritual and talk about all the things we know about the Bible. You know, when you begin to talk about what God's done in your life and how God's worked, one, there's a reality to it. You're not, you're not alone. Other people realize you're not alone. But we begin to talk and you know, other people say, I'm not alone in this. You know, God worked in their life. I want him to work in my life. When God begins to work in our life and teach us and mold us and, and conform us into his image, which does dictate change, we'll become more like Jesus. When that happens and we talk to other people what God is doing, I tell you, it challenges and encourages others to say God is still moving and God can do the same thing in my life. We brag on him because we brag on him like, we, you know, hey, I, I found this great place to eat or I got this great investor or whatever. Use him. They'd be great. And we do that. The word of mouth is a powerful thing. When we brag on God for what he's done in our life, it drives other Christians to recognize that God is still working and can do the same thing in, in their lives. Verse 3, glory ye in his holy name. Let the earth, at the heart of them, rejoice that seek the Lord. Now notice in verse 3, he finishes with them. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. We, we are rejoicing that do that. And then verse 4, he says seeking two more times. Seek the Lord. And his strength, seek his face forevermore. You know, one of the greatest things we can see in here is to never, ever stop seeking the Lord. If you ever get to the point where you think you know everything about God, everything about Christianity, everything about the Bible, that is the place when you are well nigh the most need in your Christian life. See, sanctification is the process of God making me more like into the image of his son, which means he's going to take away me and who I am, make me more like Jesus, which in itself dictates change. So I ask you the question, how much change has he brought into your life in the last year or two? I mean, through COVID, what has God done in your life to make you more like Jesus, to, to pull away the, the impurities of yourself, of your flesh out, and put more of his son into you? What can you say, man, I, in these areas, I see Jesus different. I see God different. I see myself different. I've seen God working in my 
my life in these areas. What has he done? And that's just what we're looking at. He says we continue to seek him. In these times we seek him. In the times that things are hard, seek the Lord. Times things are easy, seek the Lord. Times of things that, you know, we don't know what's going to happen long term, seek the Lord. We, we should always be seeking the Lord to learn more and more about him. Then he says in verse 5, remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders and judgments of old. We remember these things because it helps us in the future. We praise on God, we, we seek him, and then remember his work. And if we remember his work, moving forward becomes easier. Why, why can I trust God? Because I trusted him before and it was worth it. Why can I trust God? Because other people have bragged on God and told me about his wondrous works and because God's still working in their lives, he'll work in my life. Why can I brag and trust on God? Because I think give thanks to him because I remember he is a good God. And those three things all work together where I can continue to trust in him and, and continue to move forward and know that he's got a plan for me and that he's working that plan for his glory. and He's working that plan for my good. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on this Friday edition. We are so grateful that you've made a point to join us and we commend you for being in God's Word. We hope this is an encouragement. hope it inspires you and I hope you have a great weekend. Again, we hope to see you Sunday morning, 10 o'clock in person or online and at 10 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the evening for our bonfire. Thanks again for joining us and we look forward to seeing you next time.